What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? Doing stupendous. How are you doing, Tim? I am cold, but I'm great. We hope everyone is doing stupendous and not cold that's listening to us. We have six positive news stories to brighten your day. Tim, what do you got? Man, my first story, I have a diver. He spends five minutes pulling a fishing hook from a frightened stingray's mouth. Uh, He saw saw what was going on, saw that the uh, stingray needed some help. So this 37-year-old dive master, he went up to the stingray, knew exactly what was going on. So he spent more than five minutes trying to get it out. Once he finally got it out, the stingray kind of looked happy and swam off, man. It was pretty cool. There's actually a video I'm going to share to the Facebook page so you guys can check it out. It'll be at the Positive Truth Podcast. He is much braver than me. I see a stingray. I think of Steve Irwin and I'm out. But he did the right thing. And that's why he's a better man than me. Facts. My next, my first positive news story is a heartstring puller. I should have saved it for Friday, but we got some good ones coming up this next Friday. It is a full circle positive news story. It's about a man named Lewis Pilgrim, 10 out of 10 name. He first met his friend, Jamie Demetro. I hope I said his last name right, in elementary school and they're eight years old. They're both 48 now. They've been friends for four decades. Pilgrim ended up going to the Canadian Armed Forces because his dad did. His dad's 81 right now. He watched them grow up together. They're all 48. He's like, man, I'm so proud of my son. He went to the military. He's got a nice wife and family. He has long-lasting friendships. He was a better military officer than me. But the story gets even better. Because summer 2022, Pilgrim was out golfing with his friend. And his friend passed out. He had no medical issues beforehand, but he went into cardiac arrest. Pilgrim knew basic CPR from the military and becoming a first aid instructor in recent years. Did CPR, called ambulance, ended up saving his life. So safe to say he's a good friend there. They just did a ceremony. It's called the Canadian Military Force Give Back and they give out awards. And he got his father to present him an award. He said, you've been recognized for saving a life. It's the Chief of Defense Staff Commendation says on January, July 27th, 2022, while golfing in Beaver Bank, Mr. Pilgrim initiated first aid, performed cardiac resurrection of an unconscious victim. We salute you. We honor you. We want to get this presented by your father. Proud dad, proud of his son, heartstring puller, man saved his best friend. Got to talk about it here on the Positive Truth Podcast. Absolutely, man. Look at you. Heartstring pullers. Heartstring pullers. Why are we saying heartstring pullers instead of a heartstring puller? I actually don't know how to say the right word. I don't remember how that came about. We messed up our own vocabulary, man. <laughs> and we just kept rolling with it. So if you're wondering why we're saying heartstring pullers, we said it wrong once and we don't know the right way to say it. So we're going to keep saying it the wrong way. Take that. What do you got, Tim? Man, my my next story is going to come from a Dollar Tree in Cedar Grove, New Jersey. So I have a woman by the name of Mary Ann, and she was shopping at Dollar Tree. She had her daughter with her, and her daughter had a meltdown. Started crying, going ham. She was like, I can't do this. Let's go ahead and check out so we can leave. And this is when the cashier kind of did something that was really cool. 
she was like, hey, let me go ahead and get your daughter really quick. I can see that she wants to play with these toys. So she grabbed her, holding her in her arms, and started letting her scan some items. She immediately calmed down. She was actually really happy, went from freaking out and overstimulated to relaxed and just content. Some As a parent, whenever your kid is overstimulated, there's no calming them down. You just don't know what to do sometimes. And it's pretty cool to see these people out here in the world that have that superpower to calm a child down and can figure it out really quick. And that's exactly what this cashier was. She was a superhero that saw a situation she could help in. And this mom, of course, took a picture of her daughter inside this cashier's arms. And of course, it goes viral because that's what we like to see as human beings, all the goodness in the world. And I thought that was really awesome. So I wanted to talk about it here on the Positive Truth Podcast because positive news stories are even coming out of Dollar Tree, man. I love it. Those Dollar Tree workers are not paid enough. There's always two of them in the store for this massive department store. They're doing like everything. Manager and assistant manager. (laughs) They're checking everyone out. They're restocking the shelves. Y'all cleaning the restrooms. They're doing it all. There's two of them. So Dollar Tree workers doing the most. I will say as someone that doesn't have a kid, every temper tantrum I've ever seen out doesn't bother me at all. I know the parents doing their best. I don't even like that general direction of the crying kid. I just continue on like it doesn't bother me because it really doesn't. Like, So if you have a crying kid, toddler, and you're worried about your toddler throwing a temper tantrum and bothering people, it really doesn't bother me. I know you're doing your best. You got way bigger burdens than my childless self, so it does not bother me. <laughs> not your childless For real. self. For real. Before we get to our last three positive news stories, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each, because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? I'm grateful for food, man. I know I talk about it on here often, but lately we've been making different meals at the house, stuff that we don't normally eat. We got a couple of HelloFresh meals, so it inspired us. Oh, let's try to make some Chinese food and stuff like that. We're trying new things in the kitchen as of uh, the last couple of weeks. It's been great. It's been great. Been some tasty things. I've only cooked one bad thing in the last couple of weeks. What was the bad thing? It was some chicken, vegetable. It was terrible, man. I'm not sure what it was, to be 100% honest with you. I didn't make it, thank goodness, because I would have been roasted if I would have made that and brought that to the table. (laughs) I actually learned how to cook in the Instapot. I'm a notoriously bad cooker or chef. See, I don't even know what it's called. Bad cook. This thing is a bad chef, just an experience. See, with me, I'm one of those people where I put 100% into some things and zero into others. Cooking was one of those things. I realized, though, how I was messing up was I wasn't hitting the saute feature when I was making meats in the Instapot. And if you saute it and then just add a little bit of broth and pull out everything and then cook it right there, you can make some really good, nice meats. And then I already got the veggie mix. I'm good to go. And then it's less to clean because I was doing the pans with the oven. I got to do two to four pounds of chicken at a time. So it was a lot to clean after but with the Instapots, I got two of them. I can just rotate. I can have more variety. I got a beef Instapot and a chicken one. I, got, I can wild. only make one thing of both, but it's a start. It's a start. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to my yeah, shout out to my sister and brother-in-law getting me a, two years ago, they got me a Instapot recipes, and I just now figured out how to use them. It took me a year. <laughs> it's okay, though. It's okay. No more pizza, JP. No more. How dare you? Pizza always. Ah. No more cancer, though, because I have positive news. 
about a cancer vaccine with minimal side effects that just neared phase three clinical trials, Tim. Phase three. The place- phase three placebo group was treated for cancer under the standard FDA approved guidelines of their particular cancer. They were given a vaccine. Their doctors would not have known if they were the placebo group or the vaccine group. They still would have gotten already approved chemotherapies, radioactive surgeries and all that. It wasn't 100% successful. Some of the vaccine groups still had cancer afterwards, but some of it worked. It cured some people. The clinical trials are like, wow, we're making a lot of progress. Got to get to step five, but we're on phase three. And that's That's very positive in my opinion. It's going to happen, man. It's going to happen. We're going to announce it on the podcast one day and it's going to be beautiful. Fireworks and all that good stuff. Everywhere. I love fireworks, so I'm completely for that. What do you got, Tim? Man, my next story is about a kid named Hamesh Chadalavada. I'm just going to call him Hamesh because I don't want to keep messing up his name. But he's from India. He, in 2018, he was 12 years old. His grandmother, who he loves like no other, she actually was suffering from dementia. One day she went to the kitchen, was making something, and she just happened to leave the gas on. And him being 12 years old and the way that he loves his grandmother, he was just a little shocked. What's going on? As he came to the realization of what Alzheimer's was, he noticed she was getting up three to four times a night and just not knowing where she was going or falling down. So this inspired him to get on YouTube immediately and just start checking on all kind of robotic stuff, man. He immediately was like inspired to want to help his grandmother. So he gets on YouTube, he's studying, and then he gets inspired and he finally has an idea. He wants to come up with this like wristband monitor to help anybody with Alzheimer's to alert them whenever they're wandering off. So he's getting on YouTube. He comes up with this idea. People are telling him, there's no way you're going to be able to make it a watch. It's going to have this problem. It's going to have that problem. But that didn't stop him at all, man. He just kept trying. He tried so hard that actually in 2022, he entered this competition and he ended up beating out 18,000 people, 18,000 entries to win the Samsung sponsored science fair called Samsung Solve for Tomorrow, which he pocketed $120,000 grant and the opportunity to mentor under some of Samsung's most experienced engineers. So this kid went from being a 12-year-old kid who saw his grandma suffering, decided to do something about it, man. And now his device that he just created, this wristband, this monitor is going to be out there for everybody to be able to use, man. I thought this was super awesome to see the youth just be as amazing as they are. It still shocks me, even though we do stories like this all the time, JP. The youth, they see a problem, and for them, it's such a simple solution. It may not be hard to get there, but it's a simple solution. And for him, he solved it, and I love everything about it, man. Shout out to Himesh. Shout out to Himesh. Winning a science fair with 18,000 people, helping millions of people that have Alzheimer's, creating a solution. Knocking down the doubters. That's an inspirational story on this Wednesday, Tim. Do sabes. And that's the exact opposite approach I took with my last (laughs) positive news story. Sometimes I read something in the news and I think it's positive, but it's not technically positive news. And I want to talk about it on here anyway, because I think it's positive. This news story made me realize how inspirational books are. So when you think of Jurassic Park, Lord of the Rings... Harry Potter, the romance of the three kingdoms. They all started as books, even like Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. They were comic books. Watchmen is a graphic comic novel. 
I'm they all get published. Jurassic Park was a book. You didn't shocked. know that? I had no idea. Yeah, it was a book. Jaws was a book. I actually never seen Jaws in the movie, but it was a book. Books, they leave, they leave this conscious. It can affect people. And they, all books, they have to get published. This story I read was from Zimbabwe, and it was talking about the, I don't want to mess up the name, the Weaver Press. So a couple, they heard about it, Zimbabwe's revolution in the 80s, economic turmoil, the revolution in the 90s, and they moved there. And they became Zimbabwe's only publishing book, book publishing company. After the revolution, the economic downtrodden, and just the rebuilding, almost every book that came out of Zimbabwe was an academic book. English for first graders, English for college kids. The science book, Calculus, it was all aimed towards education. That's all the books that were getting published, except from the Weaver Press. Weaver Press was the only press in Zimbabwe. Still, just a couple that moved there and like, we love books. We want to help out. We're going to open a press, a publishing company. They published in the past 25 years, 800 books, over 800 books, all based from like Zimbabwe culture. And because of that, some of these books have gotten out and they've influenced how people view Zimbabwe in a positive light. President came out and was like, this is super important because if we didn't have this Weaver Press, a lot of people would just view Zimbabwe in a negative light. They wouldn't even understand us, but instead our culture, our history, our these children's books, fiction books, they wouldn't be here without them. And it's so important to have a publishing company represent your culture and let you, the people in your country write forms of literature that can influence and inspire millions and also just describe who you are as a country. Because when you think of Harry Potter, you, know, you think of Britain. Lord of the Rings influenced how many science fiction books, how many fantasy books, all of that, all based in book form. And this one couple did one thing. And they ended up writing down and publishing a lot of Zimbabwe culture that just isn't going to be in a calculus book. You know what I mean? I thought it was inspirational. I thought it was positive. Yeah, it's no, not really I, a positive news story, but I want to talk about it on here. I think it is positive, man. The, the way what I got out of it. So to me, we look at books differently for sure, JP, right? But what I get out of it, I think about the future generations that are going to read this book, right? During that time, whenever you write it, how many stories have we done where somebody wrote a book in the 1970s or something, it didn't get published, and all of a sudden it gets published now, and it sells like crazy? That's what books are to me. It inspires generations in the future. It may not be for the generation where you're at right then and there, but it'll be for the generations in the future. And because of them, Zimbabwe now gets to tell their story. So many different authors coming out of there too, but they get to tell their story because of that. And to me, I think that's awesome that the future gets an opportunity to tap into the past because of those books. So yeah, man, that's definitely a positive news story in my eyes. It's all about imagine no, imagine no Dr. Seuss, man. No, the Grinch stole Christmas. No cat in the hat. I know you're reading those to your kid. <laughs> I'm not actually. I'm not reading any Dr. Seuss books. Really? Not one. Yeah, I promise you. I'm not reading not that's, one Dr. Seuss book. She does like the Grinch. But we don't read any Dr. Seuss books. We go for all these random – we go to so many random book fairs. That's one thing that I do overly do. I spent – when we used to go to the book fair, my mom would give me like five bucks, maybe ten bucks as I got older. Hey, that was a million dollars in the 90s, man. man. Tell me why Layla's book fair, I spent $132 inside that. Whoa. 
$132. And is, are you serious right now? I said, look. Ew, Tim. I, I don't no, pay. I kid you not. I pay max cool $10 for a bucks a month. I get the Libby app. I'm not paying for anything. It's so different for it's so different for a kindergartner. These books that she got some comic books, of course, a couple of toys and like mechanical pencils, like we always did that cost way too much. But she got some really cool books out of it, man. One of them was a basketball book. I love it, man. I'm all for spoiling my kid with education. Art and education, you can have it. Whatever you want, baby girl. I got you. This is very off topic, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I feel like the nineties kids Especially the ones that didn't have both their parents are doing whatever they can to spoil their kids for whatever they can do. I didn't get this. I didn't get this. You're going to get it. And you're going to appreciate it. You are absolutely right. We're going to be down here together playing with it because I didn't get it as a kid. Exactly. (laughs) One of my friends has a kid. I walked in his room. I was like, man, this kid has every toy ever. I remember you as a kid. You didn't have none of this. He's like, yeah. Boy, old lady. <laughs> Every toy. Yeah. I, I was like, I bet this kid never leaves his room. He's like, nope. Playing with all of them. Oh, man. I'm loving it. We appreciate everyone for listening. Tim, do you have a quote before we get out of here? Absolutely. We rise by lifting others. Quotes by Tim. We appreciate everyone for listening. We're out. Stay positive.